Welcome to Ag PhD Radio. I'm Darren Hefty. And I'm Brian Hefty. Thanks for joining us today. Well, today on the show, we're going to talk a little about new crop protection products. If you've got any questions about that or anything that's going on in your farm right now, we would love to talk to you. Our phone lines will be open today, 844-44-AG-PHD. That's 844-442-4743. Or you can send us an email, radio at agphd.com. So in terms of new crop protection products, we're going to kind of run through a number of different ones today. There's one thing I was literally just working on for our Ag PhD soybean agronomy workshop. That's a week from today. If you would like to attend that, we're full for in-person, but we literally had thousands of people watching our corn agronomy workshop a couple of weeks ago. You can certainly watch the soybean agronomy workshop if you would like to. Just go to agphd.com to learn more about that. You need to be an Ag PhD magazine subscriber, and then you can watch the workshop for free. The magazine only costs 20 bucks for a year or it's 50 bucks for five years, so it's almost nothing. I often tell people, you'll spend more in gas just to drive like 20 miles than you would for the magazine for a year. So anyway, uh, I would encourage you, participate that way. You will enjoy it. we got a lot of great stuff that we're going to be talking about. But anyway, I was just going to say one of the things that I was working on was the new label changes for Dicamba. And there are a lot of restrictions on there now. We're going to talk about everything from the Endangered Species Act to when exactly during the day you can spray, the buffer distance and all that kind of stuff. But if you are planting an extend crop this year, just make sure you know what you're doing when it comes to spraying that dicamba because it's more restrictive than ever and you want to make sure that you're following the rules so you don't get in trouble. But The way it looks to me, they're just trying to regulate dicamba out as a post-emerge option in these extend crops. Now, the interesting thing to me is that the old dicamba has zero additional regulations in the last, like, 10 years. So if you're spraying regular dicamba on corn or some other crop that it's it's labeled on, not a dicamba tolerant crop, but I, I mean with a trait, but a crop that's tolerant just naturally like corn, you can spray it just like you could 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. So I, I <laughs> it's a little mind boggling to me why we need to on the soybeans have a million restrictions, yet on corn, there are no additional restrictions. Now I'm not saying necessarily one way or the other is right or wrong, But I'm just saying I do find it very, very interesting that you can still spray all the old stuff on all the old crops just the same as you always have been able to before. All right. um, Before we continue on with the new crop protection products, we're going to get to the Ag PhD mailbag. It's the mailbag. All right, Brian. First question comes from Gina and John who say we're looking at adding some farm software for our row crop operation, but also for beef cows and our feedlot operation. We've got some splits on the row crop side too with landlords. I'm wondering, do you have any software that you're using that you like in this type of situation? Unfortunately, no. You would think that there is something out there, but I, I don't know what that is. I will tell you too, because we have multiple businesses and we've run lots of different softwares over the years. 
uh, in my opinion, <laughs> this is just how I feel, all the software company companies way overpromise and way underdeliver. Now, there are some good things out there, but there's nothing that's simple. There's nothing that's easy. There's nothing that has a zero learning curve. It just all takes time. And so if you've found something that you go, well, it's workable, but you know there should be something better, there probably isn't. And I wish the answer was different, but that's just, that's the way it is. That's the way I feel. Every system we've ever run over the years, we have to make our own modifications, come up with our own reports, figure out how to pull stuff out of it. Uh, and it's never, it, it never meets all the needs that we're after. So yeah, if there was something someday that, you know, you could just pop in and, oh, I just plug all my stuff in and it's perfect. That'd be amazing. I just don't know what that would be. Hey, thanks for the question. Really appreciate that. This one comes from Gordon in Indiana. He said, I'm wondering, will Neil Kinsey's workshop be available online and if we can sign up and what the costs would be and so forth? Hey, Gordon, great news for you. There is going to be a live stream option, and we've got all that information at agphd.com. Just click on the events tab and then kick, uh, click on Neil Kinsey 2021. Uh, and you can register right there for that as well. Yeah, so I think Neil charges somewhere something like fifteen hundred bucks for a three-day seminar uh, per person. So it's a lot. But with this, you can do it online for one hundred and ten bucks. Yeah. Uh, plus, along with that, you're going to get some of the materials and even Neil's book sent to you. So. It, it is a good deal, and I would encourage you to do that, and I, we appreciate Neil making that available this year. He doesn't normally do that, but you know what? In this year of COVID, when not everybody's got the vaccine yet, uh, we got to make some modifications. All right. Thanks for the question, Gordon. We appreciate that. Uh, got this one from Thomas. He said you were talking about quack grass control and recommending a bunch of herbicides. I would say just spot burn it with torches and avoid having to use a herbicide. I'm glad that he brought that up because it's something we don't talk about very often, that there are ways to burn things to the ground. But the problem is with perennial weeds like quackgrass, you won't kill the roots that way. So we used to try things like that, whether it's burning it to the ground, hoeing it to the ground. And, and yeah, before I'm going to burn it to the ground, I'm going to take a hoe out there and cut it off. That's a lot safer but anyway, it won't work on perennial weeds like quackgrass, milkweeds, Canada thistle. I could run off a whole list for you. It just doesn't do the trick because it doesn't kill the root. And that's the reason why we love, love herbicides for those perennial weeds. Because now, instead of going out there and hoeing or spraying, you know, these contact killers, we can spray things like Roundup, for example, or Stinger. I, I mean, it all depends on the weed we're after, but things that will actually get down into that extensive root system and completely control it in one shot. We're going to talk about some of the new products that are out there on the market today and also take your calls and questions. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Give your corn a strong defense against stress throughout the season with MycoApply Indoprime SC. MycoApply Indoprime SC uses four specially selected species of mycorrhizal fungi to protect your crop against stress. That means more access to water and key micronutrients while building a healthy soil structure for stronger crops for years to come. Stronger corn starts beneath the surface. Learn more about MycoApply Indoprime SC at IndoprimeCorn.com. Always read and follow label instructions. 
It's about time. Applied at Planning, new Zyway 3D fungicide from FMC delivers foliar disease protection from planting to harvest. Active ingredient Flutriafol moves from the soil through the corn as it grows for inside-out protection from roots to tassel. For season-long protection, choose first-of-its-kind Enfuro Zyway 3D fungicide. To learn more, call 815-362-7747 today. Always read and follow all label directions. Did you know soybean diseases like white mold and sudden death syndrome can survive in your soil even after rotating crops? Prevention of these diseases is a constant battle and yield loss from an infection can be devastating. The right management plan makes all the difference. Keep your beans safe this spring with Heads Up Seed Treatment. Heads Up guards your seed from both white mold and SDS. Stay protected and profitable by asking your seed dealer for Heads Up. Learn more at headsupst.com. Success isn't just about maintaining your operation, how you make out for the season, or how much you can get from each acre. It's about doing precisely what needs to be done to feed your crop and grow your legacy. All the way down to the last drop. Agroliquid Precision Crop Nutrition. Apply less, expect more. Find a retailer at agroliquid.com. Back, you're listening to Ag PhD Radio. We're going to talk about some of the new crop protection products on the market on today's program, but we're also taking your calls and agronomic questions at 844 44 Ag PhD. Really excited about this next call. We got Steve on with us in Illinois. Wants to talk about soil samples from hay fields. First of all, Steve, thanks for calling in, but kudos to you getting those soil samples pulled in the hay fields. That's great. Well, you know what? My son and I just got these. We, uh, we raise a few cattle, and uh, we're trying to raise our own hay. And I, I heard you guys talk before. Um, I, I pretty much got rid of the, there was a al- little bit of alfalfa and a little bit of clover, and I wanted just grass hay, uh, you know, like a, a tall fescue brome. And uh, so we sprayed it with Tester uh, um, Pro and uh, took care of, you know, weeds and everything. So now it's growing decent, but I'd like to know, I don't really know what these soil samples mean. I'll tell you what, Steve. It would it would be helpful for, helpful for us if you would email those to us. You can just send them radio at agphd.com, and we could look them over in their entirety. But do you have any specific questions that you wanted answered? Well, okay. Uh, there's a thing here that says pH water, pH buffer. Yep. Um, pH buffer was averaged out at 6.7 and pH water averaged out at 6.1. Yeah. Which one do you go by or are they both? pH water. The pH buffer is there only to tell you or basically to tell the lab uh, or your fertilizer dealer how much lime you're going to need to raise the pH. So your pH of 6.1 sounds just fine to us. There's that that, that's going to be fine for grass production. Okay. All right. Yep. And then, um, like the P was uh, was forty. Okay. Averaged out. Yep. K two hundred three. Yep. Yeah, what, what is CA? Calcium. Okay, that's six thousand three hundred and forty-two. <laughs> Sounds like heavy soil. Okay. And then CEC was twenty-one point four. Yep. Okay, and then then it went into the saturated K and CA and all that. Yeah, what's the base um, saturation K? I'm going to guess it's probably two or three. 
Oh no, it's the case uh, percentage saturation. Yep, is one point two. One point two. Oh wow, that low. So you must have a fair amount of magnesium. What's your magnesium? Do you have uh, parts per million or anything there? Uh, I have a ma- MG yep. uh, uh, percentage saturation twenty four point four. There. Yep. So, okay. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty heavy soil, but yeah, you'd benefit from some potassium. The big thing, uh, and maybe a little bit of phosphorus, but the big thing in pastures is just continuing to feed that nitrogen to it. Nitrogen and okay. sulfur are the big things. So I'm guessing okay. that your nitrogen and your sulfur levels are pretty low right now out there. And so, yeah, you, I, I mean, that grass will be helped by a little bit of potassium, so that certainly would not hurt anything. I'd get a little bit of that out there, but with... Okay nitrogen and sulfur our general recommendation is every month or two just continuing continue throwing at least a little bit out there that'll keep uh keep everything going good in your pasture oh okay all right beautiful okay all right that sounds, sounds good i appreciate your help oh and when i said pasture i hay field whatever i mean all you know what i'm talking about he means, all right. he means well steve <laughs> yep i know okay, <laughs> okay. I to you, can you use your just uh like um uh urea Sure. For the nitrogen. The pro- yeah. The only concern, though, Steve, what you what you want to do is time it out so there's rain that's imminent in the forecast within a couple days, um, right okay. after application. So if you put urea yeah. out and you get no rain for two weeks, you're gonna lose not all of it, but it, but you're gonna lose some of it. So time it before that's rain, like, yeah. and then you'll be money ahead. Gotcha. I appreciate your help, guys. Thank you, you very much. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Yep. Let's get to uh, Tom Wood here with Belsham on right now. We're talking about new crop protection products out there. Tom, thanks for joining us. Hi, gentlemen. How are you today? You know, we're doing great. We're we're really excited. There's a lot of new things starting to come out. And I remember when Roundup really took over the market and it seemed like there wasn't anything new coming for a while. And we kind of put all our eggs into that one basket. Well, now we're looking for other options to help us. And, and I know you've got one you want to talk about. Yeah, we're going to bring to the market for 2021 a product called Tough 5 ec The active ingredient in Tough 5 ec is pyridate, which is a PS2 inhibitor, group 6, no known resistance, proven and effective. We're already selling it uh, in various uh, locations around the world. It's a growing product in Europe. Um, tested for over three years in the United States at all the major universities in the corn belt. Wide window of application, up to eight leaf stage of corn, no rotational issues. Um, it is a proprietary product of ours. It's rain fast in an hour, no residuals, works superbly with HPPDs. Actually, um, it's uh, synergistic with HPPDs, particularly meso. And that's the scientific, not just the marketing term. And it also does quite well enhancing atrazine. So we'll position it uh, in a tank mix with your integrated weed management program. So we think it's going to be a, a good addition to, to the grower's tool, toolbox this year. All right, let's talk some weeds here, Tom. I think about water hemp and the pigweed species as being a big one growers are concerned about. Are you adding to that, or, or how do you like to approach water hemp or pigweed? Uh, well, we'll be, we want to position it in the tank mix to approach or to address those two weeds. We did most of our tests on that. So it can take, let's just say, 
you can get a an 85% kill, 95% kill with your current program. If you include tough in your program, you can. Uh, we've seen results up to 100% kill of those weeds. Awesome. I think That's... it's important, particularly when you think about seed bank and what can happen there. So these are the weeds that we targeted the most with this. All right. Pigweed is a big one, and I know that almost all our listeners like hearing about pigweed control. Another one that we've gotten a number of questions about already today is what about kochia and lamb's quarter? Everybody gets talking about pigweed. Nobody's talking about kochia and lamb's quarters. So Tom, how do you do on kochia and lamb's quarters and, and what would you tank mix with if you need any help? Uh, for If it's in corn, I would use the same tank mix and it'll kill kochia and lamb's quarter. We have a, a lot of demonstrated performance against kochia in the uh, Pacific Northwest and Mint. However, we go solo in, in those markets, and it's a complete kill uh, on kochia, but at a much higher dose rate than we would use in corn. So, and oddly enough, we have first sales on um, the, um, the Palmer and Waterhemp. Our first sale this year was because of uh, uh, complaints or concerns about kochia. So uh, we'll be quite effective against those two. Now, you mentioned no rotational issues, no, no soil residual issues. And I know there's a lot of growers that are looking at flexibility and being able to rotate to different crops. You mentioned using tank mixes. You also mentioned that there's some other crops that, that this particular chemistry gets used on. And I, I think that's something that's pretty valuable for growers. What's been your feedback as, as you've been talking to growers and retailers in the U.S.? Uh, for other crops other than corn? Well, just about the ro- around the rotational issues and, and just having that flexibility. Oh, it's um, in some ways it's a blessing, some ways it's a, it's a curse. So we have no residual with uh, pyridate. So it's important to have a residual chemistry with it. Um, so if a grower is looking to add another mode of action and they don't want to have any issues with another chemistry that they have to be concerned about, about uh, follow-on planting, uh, pure date will not be an issue when it comes to that. Now, in terms of uh, flexibility on when to apply, you know, we'll, we'll say get the weeds before they get four inches high sure. to get your complete kill. Um, but we've seen it quite effective on uh weeds that are six eight and it's even been uh tried on weeds that are 12 inches high it'll put a significant hurting on the 12 inches but it'll kill the other it's really neat though too we're looking at a, a group six product and bringing something different to the market that growers have not been using we're talking to tom wood with belsham about a new product tough 5ec tom thank you so much really appreciate having you on thank you gentlemen much appreciated you bet Stay tuned. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio. As a little girl, I always wanted to run the combine because it meant I was helping dad. And dad always said farmers are helpers. I'm teaching that to my daughters, that farmers help our family, our neighbors, and our community. It's what I do at work. I help farmers get the equipment they need. My name is Kim. I'm a farmer. And I work for Case IH. Case IH. Built by farmers.
Give your corn a strong defense against stress throughout the season with MycoApply Indoprime SC. MycoApply Indoprime SC uses four specially selected species of mycorrhizal fungi to protect your crop against stress. That means more access to water and key micronutrients while building a healthy soil structure for stronger crops for years to come. Stronger corn starts beneath the surface. Learn more about MycoApply Indoprime SC at IndoprimeCorn.com. Always read and follow label instructions. It's not about how quickly you come out of the gate with nitrogen fertilizer, but how strong you finish the race. High Striker uses patent-pending chemistry to stabilize your nitrogen in a form that lasts longer in your crop's root zone. Because for high yields, your nitrogen must last longer, so you can finish the season stronger. Visit agrotechusa.com to learn why so many growers are going the distance with High Striker-treated nitrogen. Revitech fungicide from BASF has been specifically developed for the selective soybean grower who doesn't compromise. If you think good is good enough, if you're okay with just achieving rather than overachieving, if average is your goal, this is not the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide, brand new chemistry, three no excuse modes of action, zero modes of compromise. Sounds like the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide from BASF, that's smart. Always read and follow label directions. You deserve to have a building that will last for generations. With more than 110 years of experience and thousands of satisfied customers, Morton Buildings is the industry leader you can trust. Unlike other construction companies, you work with Morton Buildings craftsmen. From conception to completion, there's no better time to buy. Lock in your new building for 2020 today. Contact your local Morton sales office or visit mortonbuildings.com. Each year brings new and unique challenges to farming, and your operation needs to constantly adapt to meet them. That's why at AgBiome, we're working every day to bring you new and better solutions, microbial-based solutions that protect your crop and help it reach its full potential. To learn more about how we're doing it, visit agbiome.com. That's A-G-B-I-O-M-E.com. AgBiome, feeding the world responsibly, partnering with microbes for human benefit. Back, you're listening to Ag PhD Radio. We're really excited today talking about new crop protection products, new options for us for stopping tough weeds, also stopping disease and insects. And real happy to have Gail Stratman on with us right now with FMC. Gail, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you today, Darren. All right, you have got some pretty exciting products coming. I know one that we got a little taste of on our farm last year is Zyway Fungicide, putting it on at plant and getting disease control through the season. Now, last year on our farm, we got dry. It just absolutely quit raining. We didn't have a big disease pressure year, but I know with all the trials you were doing across the country, you did see some disease. Talk to us about Zyway and what you saw last year. Well, yeah, we're very excited to bring Zyway out. And uh, like you mentioned, um, it it is something new, and, and it's something that growers haven't been able to do in the past because um, you know, most fungicides um, aren't aren't real as systemic or or last as long as needed to be. But but Zyway, um, the molecule in Zyway is highly systemic and um, and moves up through the plant and and has long residuals. So we can put this on at planting time and get season long disease protection. And so we saw a number of trials across the Midwest. We see very good control things like gray leaf spot, um, northern corn leaf blight. 
But then one of the other benefits you see with it too, because it's in the plant all season, is we see um, some very good activity on things like anthracnose and, and fusarium crown and, and stock rot. So we we fully expect, and we've seen in numerous trials, this um, enhancement or, or greater standability because we're getting disease control in the stock as well as on the leaves throughout the yeast season. So it's been really impressive and an exciting product to bring to the market. Yeah, the other thing is just the formulation. And we were kind of excited about having a Thrive 3D version because we've really enjoyed having that Thrive 3D system on our planter and we can just plant all day and not have to worry about filling up, which is a great, great plus. But now you've got the LFR version. I saw our state, South Dakota, just approved that recently. Yeah, we just got the registration a couple of days ago. So we do. We have two different formulations of that Zyway product. We have um, the Thrive 3D formulation, as you mentioned, which is designed to be go into the Thrive 3D system, which is a, a, an ultra-low-volume, uh, highly accurate uh, system that growers can put on their planter, um, especially if you've got a guy that, that's maybe not applying starter fertilizer but still wants to put something on in furrow. That's a really good... Um, the other one that you just mentioned that we just got the registration for in South Dakota is Zyway LFR. LFR standing for liquid fertilizer ready. So this formulation is compatible with your starter fertilizers. You can put that down in in-furrow. And because Zyway is systemic and a little bit mobile, it also can be put down in off the row. So we can put that down if you're putting on, say, two-by-two uh, application of fertilizer. Zyway is adaptable and can go that way. So it doesn't necessarily strictly have to be in the furrow. It can be off the row a little bit too, which is a little bit unique and, and a little bit more flexible for growers to use. Yeah, that is that is pretty interesting. Okay, I, I don't want to get caught up all in fungicide because you got a couple of things going on with insecticides. Can you talk about your new products there, Vanticore and Elevest? Yeah, so Vanticore um, is a new high-load formulation of our Renaxapure molecule. So uh, with this, we've got a formulation that's about 12 times is more concentrated than the old Prevathon was. Um, so we have a, a very high load, so we got a, um, a low use rate, which makes it a lot more convenient, a lot less jugs, a lot less handling um, that we have to do. Plus, we added some new crop labels. So we've got you know, some things like potatoes and sweet corn and uh, snap beans and those kinds of crops on Vanticore now that weren't on the previous Prevathon label. So Vanticore is going to replace that Prevathon molecule in the market. Okay. The other one is Elevist. Elevist takes that same Renaxapir molecule and, and premixes it with bifenthrin. So now we have a dual mode of action, pyrethroid as well as um, diamide insecticide together for that broad-spectrum control of not only good residual on worm pests um, that the Renaxapir brings, but also good knockdown and residual on, on many of our other insects like stink bugs, grasshoppers, um, some of our beetle pests, uh, aphids, those sorts of things. So it's a dual mode of action product for when you've got those uh, situations where you've got both worms and other insects out there that you're trying to control. So uh, Elevist is another exciting product we're bring, happy to bring to the market this year. Yeah, it is an exciting time in agriculture. I love having all these good choices for us on the farm. And we're talking with Gail Stratman here with FMC. Gail, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you on. Thanks for all the info. Good luck here. I appreciate the time, Darren. Thank you. You bet. We've got Wally West with us right now with Syngenta. Wally, how are you doing today? Hey, Darren. Doing quite well. How are you? Good. I was just talking with Gail Stratman, and I, I thought, you know, I almost sound like I'm talking to Wally West. He said, dual mode of action. we got to have broad spectrum <laughs> control. I'm like, man, that sounds exactly like words that Wally it. uses. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. so talk to us about what Syngenta's working on. I know there's always new things coming, new formulations, and, and uh, new things that we should be considering. Yeah, the train keeps heading down the tracks. You know, a company like Syngenta, it's uh, based in research and development. We always got something, something, but a couple of, uh, couple of one, one active ingredient that's certainly worth reminding your listeners of and, and uh, updating a bit. It's been introduced to various brands over the last um, 18 months, and back to back to thinking on fungicides as the active ingredient of Depidin. It's in a, a number of very, uh, very intrinsically active and, and, and increasingly strong residual control that a Depidin provides. It's in a number of brands, the uh, Miravis brand, specifically Miravis Ace and Miravis Neo, and also as a seed treatment in Saltrol. So those are probably the, the newest, not probably, they are the newest fungicides that we've introduced into the market recently. You know, you mentioned Saltro, and what a year for that product with all the sudden death syndrome that we saw. And we saw sudden death in a lot of new areas, too, further north than I've seen it before. What are you looking at for Saltro this year, and what should growers be aware of? If they've seen sudden death on the farm now and are interested in a treatment that could stop it or at least slow it down a lot, uh, what should they know of Saltro? Yeah, good uh, good question, as always. Um uh, first thought is uh, bean variety, bean selection is, is important, you know, to have uh, some amount of, uh, there's not resistance, but there certainly is tolerance in various varieties. That's always a good place to start. But then specifically to the seed treatment, um, it's a, it's a fairly, fairly simple to use. It's uh, at the seed site application, or you can get varieties uh, with, with Saltro already applied from some of the seed suppliers. So most of it goes on just prior as a, to a, a good solid two-stage treater. Um, it can be co-applied with products like uh, Cruzamax Vibrance to get full full spectrum, both uh, disease and insect control. But back to spe- the specifics of Saltro, yeah, the first last year was the first introduction, their first uh, year that we had the product fully marketed and fully registered, and it went very well. The performance uh, met our expectations. Um, it's it's uh, 100% cure-all because it's a very complex pathogen, but we do know that the pathogen that causes SDS comes in through the in through the roots of the beans. So the best time, the best application, in fact, the only effective application to uh, my mind and our mind is that uh, it's a seed treatment. And uh, Saltro, Saltro the, the, I mentioned adepidin, the active ingredient in Saltro, it's very active on, on fusarium, fusarium pathogens, and of which of which SDS is. So it's uh, kind of an interesting, it's a dis- destructive pathogen, but from an interesting perspective is it comes in early, uh, but we don't see it until much later, so that's why we, it's another another pest we have to think ahead on and make sure we're using a top quality fungicide seed treatment like Saltro to help battle it. Yeah, it was really interesting. I got to look at a lot of Saltro trials last year and uh, both university trials and on-farm things where we saw good safety. We did a lot of digging and saw a lot of early plant pictures and uh, just different testimonials that we saw from growers that were really excited about how that looked. It's something that could mix right in with other things that you're doing on the seed treatment. We were just actually talking about this just for for some of the work that we're doing and some of our research, just making sure we had all the rates right and, and those types of things to, to get the best look. And, of course, you mentioned the Miravis brands where we're using the Depidin molecule 
post-emerge with other modes of action to, to fight various diseases, had a lot of results in, in our home state on the wheat last year, in addition to soybeans and other crops. So, Wally, lots of good stuff. Uh, really appreciate yeah. talking to you again. Good luck. You're heading into the spring. You bet. You bet, Darren. As always, take care. Thank you. Talking about new crop protection products on today's program, there's a bunch of them that I'm super excited about going into this year. And if your mind is on something else, you're thinking, man, I've got this burning agronomic question, we'd certainly take that too. Our phone lines are open at 844-44-AG-PHD. We'll be right back. You need a powerful herbicide to fight the war on weeds. Bellum is Rotam North America's Mesotrion herbicide, and it fights against the annual broadleaf weeds attacking your cornfields. Winning this battle means higher yields, lower cost to you, and maximized profitability. For long-lasting residual weed control, check out Evinco, Vilify, and our newest mix, Rixa. For application, flexibility, and season-long control, that's Evinco, Vilify, and Rixa, powered by Bellum. For more information, visit bellumherbicide.com. That's B-E-L-L-U-M herbicide.com. A history of success means proven performance. But let's call performance what it is, profitability. And boosting yours, no matter what the season brings, is the goal of DeKalb brand corn. Backed by exclusive genetics, whole farm solutions, and unmatched dealer support. Let nothing shake your perseverance. Ask your dealer how DeKalb brand corn can help you realize a future of performance. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Success isn't just about maintaining your operation, how you make out for the season, or how much you can get from each acre. It's about doing precisely what needs to be done to feed your crop and grow your legacy, all the way down to the last drop. AgroLiquid Precision Crop Nutrition. Apply less, expect more. Find a retailer at agroliquid.com. This just in from Live Action News. Innovation has come to the world of burndown. New Elevore herbicide controls your toughest weeds, even glyphosate and ALS-resistant weeds like mare's tail and henbit. Talk with your retailer about Elevore herbicide today and ask how you can start elevating your burndown. When it comes to leading herbicide formulations, you know New Farm. New Farm brings you Cheetah, a high-quality glufosinate herbicide made right here in the USA. Now for use on a wide variety of crops with glufosinate-resistant traits, including Enlist crops. Its novel mode of action will manage existing or emerging herbicide resistance and provide fast, effective results. This means you can focus more on profitability and less on weeds. New Farm and Cheetah Herbicide, here to help. Pentair Hypro Ultra Low Drift Nozzles are your ideal choice for the Enlist E3 herbicide system. With coverage comparable to flat fans and with 90% less drift, ULD nozzles meet all required standards for Enlist applications and provide optimal performance of contact herbicides. Learn more at pentair.com hypro. Start your crop off right with the Germinator Closing Wheel from Farm Shop MFG. Our spike design excels on variable soils and shatters compaction. Plus, the unique shoulder firmer encases a seed to maximize seed-to-soil contact. Order yours at farmshopmfg.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio. 
We're talking about new crop protection products on the show today and taking your calls and agronomic questions at 844-44-AG-PHD. Let's head back to the phone lines. Get Joe Yenish on with us right now with Corteva. Joe, thanks for joining us. You betcha, Greg. Have a great afternoon. Well, I don't even know where to start with you, Joe. There's so many new things that Corteva's got coming. How about Wide R Match? That's one that I know we're looking at uh, on the small grain acres. Talk to us about Wide R Match a little bit. Wide R Match is a new combination. It combines the two active ingredients that have published in Wide Match, plus it adds the RLX Active, which is really becoming a solid component uh, to a lot of our uh, a lot of our uh, combination products. Brings outstanding mare's tail control. Expands the wide mat, wide art, yeah, expands the wide match uh, to include uh, uh, common lambs quarters, pigweeds, water hemp, and a few other species. It also, uh, compared to the uh, one pint rate of, of uh, wide match, it brings a higher rate of uh, fluoxifer or star rain in that combination, about 20, 20 to 30% more, which is again something you're seeing in our newer uh, combination products, both to give more consistent, better kosher control, and also add uh, go with that more consistently higher rate to uh, uh, fight uh, fight some of the resistance concerns that are out there. Yeah, that's been a really important thing, and and bringing new things like this RLX Active is is pretty exciting. You mentioned mare's tail, absolutely a weed of of huge concern to us. So that that's exciting. I know there's a lot of uh, things coming out. Talk to us a little about Pixaro and some of the other products that, that our growers may not have heard of. Pixaro is, is a really another interesting product. Uh, it also uh, gives a, a higher rate of uh, fluoxifer uh, or star rain in, in the mix at the single six ounce rate that we have. And it also includes the RLX. So we're uh, giving better, more consistent control of our base kosher again, uh, plus also expanding uh, what we would normally see with uh, Pixar, or excuse me, with uh, Star Rain to include the lambs quarters, water hemp, and males t- mare's tail that I mentioned earlier. Now, a lot of our growers they'll send in questions, especially when it comes down to weed control, are, are looking at 2,4-D and 2,4-D alternatives. Uh, talk to us about mm-hmm. where where this fits, and and are you able to get 2,4-D out of a lot of these mixes now? Um, this again, uh, compared to a straight Star Rain product or the uh, uh, the, the wide match compared to the wide R match of the Pixar OEC. This is giving us that lambs quarter control, uh, more sound pigweed control. So you could drop the uh, uh, 2,4-D or the MCPA if that's your main concern, a weed of concern beyond what you'd see with a star rain or, or wide match. Unfortunately, as you shift over to uh, 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 excuse me, Russian thistle and some of those, uh, the, the 2,4-D would still be the product that you'd need to add to, to, to finish out the uh, uh, Russian thistle. Okay. Uh, what are the other exciting things that you're seeing, Joe, and what are what are some of the, the products that maybe you're using in a little, little different way or, or adding in to put more modes of action to work? Yeah, we've got a, a couple of new products coming on. Uh, Resivant uh, should be labeled uh, uh, very soon uh, for the for the upcoming marketing season, and that basically is a uh, uh, combines uh, uh, same grass activity that you would see with Axial XL, uh, and basically the formulation uh, combines Pixar OEC with that uh, grass material. Something different for us puts us into that barley market, which is something we hadn't seen prior 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 to this. Uh, with regard to our combination products such as Gold Sky, uh, Open Sky, and, and products on that line. 
Very interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, one of those things. We do get questions quite often from growers that say, all right, is it labeled in? If it's labeled in wheat, is it also labeled in this crop or that? And and you're right, you do have to be careful with some of the new products and, and take a look at where you're labeled and where you're not. I know you'd mentioned Open Sky and, and some of the other combination products that you've got. Are you learning anything about those that, that you'd say, hey, we found it works better in this spot or that? Well, the uh, uh, Open Sky, uh, compared to the, the old flagship uh, cross-spectrum product, which is Gold Sky, uh, it's a much nicer formulation to handle. And it also uh, comes in at the higher rate of uh, flocks per star rain than the Gold Sky had in the past. Uh, so it works really well across, the, uh, uh, across all of the territories. A, a few places where you're going to need that little extra ALS inhibitor that we had in the Gold Sky uh, it might fall down a little bit. Some of the folks in the narrowly hawkspeared area of eastern Montana, northwestern uh, North Dakota, are a little bit concerned about that, and, and we are still allowing uh, Gold Sky to be marketed in those certain uh, regions. Oh, great. That's a that's a good point. We do get a lot of questions around that weed as well. We're talking with Joe Yenish here with Corteva. Joe, thank you so much. You gave us a ton of information here to dig through and really excited about some of those new products. You betcha. You have a great day. You as well. We got Quentin Brand on. Quentin Brandt on with us right now with Valent. Quentin, how are you doing today? Doing really good. Thank you for asking. Well, we're talking about new crop protection products. I have to imagine you're pretty excited with some of the new things that Valent's bringing. Yeah, absolutely. And just uh, before we get kicked into the product specific, I think just listening through the whole program, the sub theme of the today is excitement and. Uh, you know, to be rooted in, in the R&D and uh, investment, uh, this is a really exciting topic to always be talking about. So um, three products I'd like to talk to you today about would be one, uh, Scally, which is a new fungicide. It's a new SDHI fungicide. Uh, we also uh, have a new insecticide called Sensar. And then lastly, the one that you're probably most interested in in your audience, too, would be Perpetual. Okay, let's start with Perpetual then. So you have spent a lot of time and in, in, in hearing, hearing a lot of the conversations. Uh, we are very aware of how late you know, water hemp and Palmer amaranth, I know that was one that got brought up earlier in the conversation, but uh, really when we're talking about that season-long control, Perpetual is a great opportunity to use as an early uh, a, a, a post-emergence and getting that second layer of visual to get just spread out throughout the season and really to protect you on soybean acres for that late uh, emerging water hemp and palmer. Yeah, it's certainly been a popular thing when we talk with growers. They love having that extra extra residual out there with the, the added little kick that Perpetuo's got to take down some of those weeds that are already up. How about Sensar? When we think about insecticide options, it seems like a lot of growers have been using the same old thing for a long time. They're ready for something new. Yeah, and, that's, and, and it may not have the, the biggest implication on everybody listening today. It is going to be in the citrus, prone, uh, poem, and, and vegetable market. Uh, uh, a few things that we're excited about, though, and, and it is worth mentioning, uh, we have that dual systemic activity already included into the pre-mixed product, uh, fast translaminar activity, of course, which is going to get you, uh, get you where the 
the pests are feeding and, and, and underside of the leaves. And then also something that is always top of mind for a stewardship standpoint, we're, we're thinking about that integrated pest management and, and uh, SenStar delivers on that as well. All right. Now you mentioned pest man, integrated pest management. One of the things on the fungicide side that so many growers have been excited about is adding that SDHI chemistry. Talk to us about Excalia. So Excalia is, uh, you're exactly right. Uh, and, and when I said excitement, this is one that I'm really excited about. Um, I'm attending a lot of uh, winter workshops and uh, the common theme, of course, is not having a whole bunch of new to talk about and and uh, Excalia delivers on that new. So it's a, it's a new, highly effective SDHI. And we're going to be um, in the apple market, peanut market as, as well. And then also um, it, uh, we'll have sugar beets on the label as well. Um, um, a few things that we're talking about, and I just always recommend to go back to valent.com. All the, all the literature and labels are included there. But across the, across the crops that I just had mentioned, uh, a few things that we're excited about on Excalia is the, the strong potency that we have included. We also have the um, superior systemic. And then uh, uh, also, you know, we're talking very important for fungicide is that uptake and leaf distribution, which Excalia delivers on as well. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Some of these new products. And here we go. Another great new SDHI Excalia coming out from Valent. Quentin, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you on today. Stay tuned, you're listening to Ag PhD Radio. A lot goes into keeping a precision operation moving. The inputs you choose have to deliver results. New Delaro Complete Fungicide from Bayer offers unmatched consistency and the most complete disease control available. Your corn and soybeans are protected and yields higher even in unpredictable conditions. With Delaro Complete, you get results you can count on to help keep your precision operation running smoothly. Always read and follow label instructions. To learn more, visit delarocomplete.us today. I need the solve without the cell. With NK Seeds, I get people I trust who show me where their hybrids and varieties fit in my field without the heavy sell. So I get solutions that solve my problems from a partner who knows that success matters. Find your solve at nkseeds.com. Fill once, plant all day. The Thrive 3D application system from FMC is a revolutionary in-furrow crop protection platform that plants up to 480 acres between refills. The Thrive 3D application system mounts to most major planter brands and can be yours at no cost with the FMC Freedom Pass program. To learn more, call 815-362-7747 today. Always read and follow all label directions. You're all set with the 4x4 turbo diesel truck. How about some options? Spray and bed liner? Absolutely. Tailgate step and nerf bars? Gotta have them. Tie down hooks and stainless steel toolbox? You know it. Tinted windows? Of course. Options are good. That's as true in the field as it is with your pickup. In addition to taking care of tough weeds, new Open Sky herbicide gives you more rotational choices than ever before and an easy-to-handle formulation. <laughs> Gooseneck toe package? Yep. Discover more Open Sky details at openskyherbicide.com. 
Want to cut production costs without losing yield? Brian Ryberg from Buffalo Lake, Minnesota has done just that. Here's his story. We began using a soil warrior in our farm the fall of 2014. We've seen many benefits from better water infiltration, a lot less hours on equipment, fuel, able to reduce our fertilizer side, so it's really simplified our operation. See what makes Soil Warrior different and better at SoilWarrior.com. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, whenever you want. Farm your way with Case IH AFS Connect. Now you can farm, share data, and manage your fleet however, whenever, and wherever you want. Learn more at caseih.com slash farmyourway. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio. Thanks for joining us today. We've been talking about some of the new crop protection products coming out, and we just scratched the surface. There's a bunch of new products coming out this year, and it's just really important that you ask a lot of questions, take a look at some of these new things, and then our advice is typically don't take big chances. You're going to try something new and different. That's cool. Try it on a small amount of acres. Make sure it works. Make sure it fits your rotation, and then next year you can blow it up bigger. Yeah, and the good news this year is commodity prices are up. And the reason, well, obviously lots of reasons why that's great, but a lot of new products come out and they're higher priced than the old options. So right away you go, well, I can't afford that or I don't want to try that because it costs more. Well, this year it's not as big a deal because you need less extra yield gain to pay for that cost difference. So at least trying some of these new things we absolutely think is a good idea. All right, we've gotten a number of questions that have come in for the Ag PhD mailbag. Here's one from Robert in Illinois. He said, our typical post-corn herbicide program has been glyphosate and HPPD and atrazine, but we've got a landlord that doesn't want us using any atrazine on on their ground, and our main problem has been water hemp. So wondering if we switch to status, would that take care of it, or should we add something like Tough 5EC in as a substitute for the atrazine? Okay, well... The thing with the atrazine is it gives you some residual. The, the tough has no residual. The status does have some residual. So the status is not going to have and, nearly and as long. And the HPPD's re- got a little bit that you've got in that mix oh, yeah, too, provided yeah. you don't but, have any HPPD resistance out there. Right. But, yeah, if you're looking for another mode of action to throw in there, I don't know that I would spend the money on status personally. I might throw a little bit of dicamba in. I might go with tough. Um you know, water hemp, let's put it this way. I Wait, did he say um, about pre? No, he didn't say what his yeah, okay. pre was. So it, honestly, if it's me, I not knowing what you did for a pre, I might throw in a little more group 15. So that gives you more later season residual. So once you get rain, then that'll get activated and start holding back your, um, uh, your water hemp too. So Lot, lots of different options there. But yeah, if it's me and I couldn't use atrazine, most of the time, I'll be honest, we're just typically running glyphosate and HPPD. I might start, though, with a better product like Verdict, for example, wow. that would do better on that water hemp. And then I'm not so worried about not having the atrazine. Otherwise, I would throw a little group 15 in. 
tough getting, or getting that another, camp is fine too. Getting another good mode of action in there is important. And yes, you can certainly put stuff out in that pre that would be different. Yep. I am nervous if you if if it's a total post program and you're running glyphosate and HPPD. I'm but we don't very know that. very nervous. Yeah, we don't know. I would know that. certainly add another another mode of action in there. Yep. All right. Thanks for the question. We appreciate that. Get this one from David. And he said, we're in Mississippi and drain tile is not often used. Looking for a company that installs drain tile. Do you know contractors that work in the South? No. Nope. Sorry. Uh, we don't. I, I, I will say this, though. If you talk to some of the pipe companies, you know, the companies that make the tile, I'm guessing that they have the connections out there. They can tell you who is buying it in your region, and those are probably the people who are installing it. So that's where I'd start. Yep, there are several different manufacturers of the of the pipes. That would be a great way to start. Got this from Dan up in Quebec. Dan said, I've got a drainage question for you. I've got fields that need drainage help, but the bedrock is really high. Only a foot and a half to three feet of soil. Is there a good way to drain the field? He also makes the comment about dynamite <laughs> might be needed. I don't oh, know. I don't, want to, I don't want to dynamite things out, Dan, but I, I really don't know exactly what your situation is there with some of that bedrock. Yeah, but I, I, let's put it this way. The town to the north of us is called Del Rapids. Uh, there is Pipestone that is just to the east of us and Jasper, and there are lots of areas where uh, we've got granite, almost right to the soil surface so we personally don't have that on our farm but yeah there are farmers that have to deal with that stuff and i'll just say if you've only got a foot and a half of soil and then you literally hit rock there's nothing that you're going to be able to do you've got to get at least a foot and a half or two feet of soil on top of that tile otherwise you're just going to end up crushing it all right, thanks for the question, oh, Dan. Uh, so oh. in terms of, so let's say that I literally only had a, a foot and a half and then it's rock. It's solid rock. What would I do? I would try to make sure that I'm reducing compaction. I'd make sure my calcium levels are at least 65 and preferably 75% in the soil test. That'll give you more porosity and better drainage. I'd do what I can to try to increase my organic matter levels. Instead of 2%, I would want 5% or more for organic matter. So, I mean, just literally doing those things, that will absolutely help you with your drainage problem. But Nothing beats tile, so in in fields where you have more topsoil, then I'd absolutely get the tile in if you can. All right, thanks for that question. Uh, I get this from Jan, and Jan said when you guys talk about pH and you're looking at soil samples, just wondering, are you talking about water-based pH or something else? Yeah, there's water pH and then there's salt pH. The salt pH is a little bit lower. Uh, so typically we are talking water pH, and we want that water pH to be in the 6.3 to 6.8 range, which means the salt, again, the salt pH be just a little bit lower than that. All right, thanks for the question. Got this one from Brian in Colorado, and he said, I'm an agronomist in northeast Colorado, southwest Nebraska. Normally we have soils with 8 to 9% base saturation K and 300 parts per million of K or more in the soil. However, we've got some very sandy areas as low as 5 CEC, where a 4 to 8 percent base saturation K is going to be significantly less than 200 parts per million right. and even maybe 100 parts per million. So right. many farmers are running liquid programs to try to uh, push efficient K into the plant. I'm wondering, are these types of products sufficient in replacing K for plant use? Sure. 
Uh, I think that it might be fine for a short term in my experience, but not a long term. That's right. Uh, even on soils with higher K levels, you'll eventually mine the soil down. Yep. So if a soil test comes in this low, what would you do for a build program in a 5 CEC soil? That would be kind of the extreme case. It's irrigated <laughs> ground. We're often getting 225 bushel corn. Yep. Here's the thing. You can't expect to be on a build program when you're in a 5 CEC field. If we're just talking about uh, commercial fertilizer, okay? Now, if we were talking compost or maybe even manure, then I would be thinking about a build program. But you're not going to hold your K if you've got that light of soil and you're irrigating. You're going to flush a lot of that K out. So I wouldn't get that worried about it. I would just say, you know what? I got to make sure that I've got enough K throughout the course of the year. So most of the time here on the show, we're talking heavy soils and we say, look, get all your K out there way in advance, maybe even three years in advance. It's not going anywhere because we're frozen half the year. We don't have a lot of moisture and we don't have irrigation. Plus the ground's heavy. You're in a different situation. So in that case, what I would do is I would put on some K before the start of the season, either right before freeze up in the winter or, you know, right after the spring thaw. And then I would be side dressing some K or pumping some K through the pivot. Actually, I'd probably be doing both, side dressing and pumping some through the pivot. Just try some different things out. But supplementing K as you go through the season will absolutely help corn, beans, and most crops because of your light soil. All right. The other thing you asked about a couple of specific products. I, I don't have any experience with those products, Brian, but uh, but we can follow up with you on, on some other stuff that we're doing too. Uh, let's get to the next question here. This one comes from Mark. He said, I've got decent tile, but very tight dirt, high magnesium. There are a couple of soil conditioner, conditioners that I'm looking at that we would surface apply at a high rate or put in furrow. Cost being comparable, is that worth a try? Should water infiltration be a higher goal or root exploration? Yeah, so you can try the soil conditioners. You got to think, though, hey, long term, let's see what we can do to get better overall soil porosity. So a lot of times when it's the very high mag soils, people are talking gypsum. The reason why is you get your calcium, but then also sulfur. And it just seems like it softens that soil up. So you could take the same dollars you're talking about for the soil conditioner and try those same dollars on gypsum, at least on a little bit, and see what you think. But yeah, over time, we'd like to get that calcium-magnesium ratio flipped. I mean, I'm not saying instantly, but over a long period of time, over the next 20 years, let's say, a slow program, not investing a lot of dollars per year, but you do that a little bit at a time, and eventually, you're going to make that soil great. Thanks for the question. We really appreciate that. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I guess the the big thing, we generally start with a complete soil analysis so we can see what else is going on out there. It sounds like in that high mag system or that high mag soil, you may need some more calcium out there too. Thanks for listening to our show today. Be sure to join us again each weekday for more Ag PhD Radio.